look around at this great city of ours, what do you see? I see a multitude of amazing people. Over the next hour, Bill Wilson will talk to some of these amazing people about topics that interest you and give you just what you need to kick off your week with a dang on the Mr. Murphy's Murder Show. Good evening. Good evening, everybody. This is Mr. Murfreesboro, and you're listening to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show here on WGNS, 1450 AM and 101.9 FM Talk Radio. Uh, it's crazy. We've <laughs> right, man? man, I'm out of breath. <laughs> Jackson, I just noticed your fingernails, man. They look, those are cool, man. Uh, Lady Kay's in the house. What's up, Lady Kay? Um, we kind of got locked out. From, our guest locked us out. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry about that. Yeah, it's okay. How are you doing? It's okay. <laughs> I'm doing good. I guess I was I was worried that was a sign when I get here running in and the door's locked. Oh, that's terrible. I thought, oh man, they quiet fired me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're too good. Too good. Oh, man. Hey, I'm excited. We we've got a, a second not a second hand guest, but he's been here before. He has. And uh it's been a year or so, I think. Probably. I don't think you've been up here. When Lady K's been here. I have not. Okay. Our guest is none other than Big Joe on the go. Hey, buddy. The Nashville Media Media Darling. 22 years in a row I've won that. The Nashville Media Darling. Yep. 22 years in a row. And he's quite the character. There's got to be at least three of them because wherever you go... You see Big Joe on the go. Right. Right. <laughs> Somewhere. I've cloned myself. You've cloned yourself. Yeah. Do you still have your pod? Well, that was with the Main Street Media. You, yeah. you don't have that no, anymore. No, okay. no, no. Everybody's you, got a podcast. Podcasts are overdone now. Everybody does them, yeah. right? Yeah. And they're fine. If you do one, that's fine. But I just there's so many out there now, every different topic. It kind of gets uh, overwhelming at times. So everybody's got one. Did you do yours at your house? I did mean, not. We did it at the Omni National Hotel downtown. Mm, and we so. liked to. We did it in person. I don't like Zoom uh, podcasts. I like in person. I like seeing, touching, feeling, yeah. seeing you, Eyes. expressions. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know there was Zoom until we had COVID. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, right. You know? A lot of people felt that way. Well, we're glad that you came up here it looks like you you've got a lot going on you're an author i think the only thing you're not doing right now is acting Are you, i am acting well excuse me i'm sorry yep i am i act like i care every day <laughs> hey uh he's what? acting excited to be on our show. Excited. i can't believe it's nine o'clock man uh that's awesome yeah how you doing bill well we were talking earlier about how mr murfreesboro got hacked yeah it's just and, deflating and, and you were encouraging me because you your page got, got hacked. hacked too as well yeah and uh and then I, I how went, did you get so then i went on the dark web and found somebody to help me out and ended up helping me out get my page back but before that there were three or four other people who tried to uh blackmail me and that's not really the real word but they tried to uh, extort. extort there we go thank mm-hmm. you ma'am extort stuff from me and i was like no but i changed all my passwords they couldn't get in there but Facebook told me that between 8 to 10, maybe 12% of all accounts are hacked. Wow. So you talk a billion accounts. I mean, that's 100 million accounts. That's more. a bunch. Yeah, that are hacked. It was just awful. And they got in. Did they get into your bank account? They got into one of my bank accounts. No, I don't have any money. And so, stole yeah. like $3,600. <laughs> but I got it Got it back. Right. It's still the principle. I'd rather somebody punch me in the mouth and steal or lied to me. 
Yeah, I mean, it's you're, when mine you're not did. Lying to me. No, when mine did, I got I had worked hard to build up content when I was at Channel Four and build up content and community stuff. Then it gets hacked, and for for forty five days, all this different crazy videos being shown on there, mm. and my page like quadrupled in followers. That really made you mad too, didn't? I was like, what? but I don't have any access to it. Oh. So it's just you use it, you know. Social media is crazy. It's fifty fifty. It can be fifty percent awful or fifty percent really good. And so if you use the really good part of that, it can make a difference in the world. And that's what I was doing. And you do the same thing. But when they take that away from you, you just feel like just well, a gut punch. There's a tear. Yeah. Like the Native American, uh, that commercial where Tennessee trash, you looks over the river and there's a big tear that comes right. up. You remember that? Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, Man, that was early 80s, wasn't it? Yeah, that was yeah. early 80s. So where are you from? Uh, I was the Cherokee Indian in the commercial. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's long. You haven't aged much since then. Well done. Where are I'm, you from? I'm from here. Well, I grew up in Franklin, Franklin, and then I went to high school for two years in Tullahoma. I most people go to high school for four years. You only went for two years. Yeah, it's, well, it's very smart. <laughs> the last two years, I love the last two years okay. in Tullahoma, and then came to MTSU. And like a lot of people, I hung around. So that's my story. I went to. Uh, it took me 11 years from high school to I graduated college. Of course, I didn't go full time, but I went to I think eight spring breaks. It's fantastic. What years were you at middle? Because I think he was on there. the Bill Wilson plan. I was there for eight years straight, four hundred <laughs> something hours attempted. I went. Uh, I started out at Samford in Birmingham, and then uh, I transferred. Long, boring story. Uh, Samford act, act actually asked me not to ever mention that I went there, which is fine. <laughs> but I, uh, I was the best worst student who ever came across Samford. I'll take, uh, I'll take pride in that. So I went to middle. I was there for one year, like 91 to 92. Then came back 96 to 97. We were there for one year together. Yeah. So was this a situation where they said, you're never going to make it in broadcasting. You have no future in radio or TV. I consultants, when I started to channel, I consulted tell me that. It was like, they said, uh, you need to shave your goatee. And I'm like, I'm not shaving my goatee. And so we need to shave it because, you know, the impression is if you have a goatee or mustache, you're hiding something. And I said, well, won't you make Bob Mueller shave his mustache? <laughs> And they're like, well, no, 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 Bob's an you know, anchor and he's got a reputation. I'm like, then that's that logic is just ludicrous. Mueller, shave it. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was just really, and so it was the whole thing like, well, I actually, when I got out of MTSU, I sent out probably 50, 60 resume tapes. And uh, I had one news director reply back. His name was Chuck Bark. I'll never forget. He says, I love your enthusiasm. Don't like your look. And I wrote back and Ouch. I said, I said, thank you. <laughs> I'll be honest, at least you replied back and said something to me, uh, which is love fine. to listen to you. Just don't want to look. I at love you. the honesty, and so a few years later, I had to get a job on air, and then took off from there. But you know, so all too often, we'll send up these resumes, especially in TV, and you'll hear back from people. So right. I appreciated the feedback. Sure, it's like good. Somebody they watched calling you back, right? Yeah. Somebody Bill watched got that. the same feedback. They were like, "Radio, you got the face for radio, man." <laughs> yeah. You did. That's true. I did. <laughs> Where? Let me. That's funny, Lady K. Did you? Uh, and growing up, because I know you went to McGavin. Right. You played, you got a, like me, I went to Riverdale and uh, tried to support them. You support McGavin yeah. th- through, uh, you played football. I love it. Man, did you play football at Sanford? Yes. Did you go, was it a scholarship or did you walk on? I, uh, Not that it matters. I'm just, no, I just, I just played there. And Terry Bowden was our coach. Terry. Bobby's son. And then uh, Jimbo Fisher was our quarterback. So Jimbo and I actually took astronomy together and we cheated off the girl in front of us and we passed a class together. But Jimbo seems to have forgotten about that part of the. Uh, he, he doesn't tell that. He doesn't tell that story. Public speaking. I'm like, she saved us because we had no idea because during the astronomy, 
during the test, you would sit in one spot, but during the test, it'd make you move across the room. So now you look at the sky a completely different way. I had no idea where we were. That's tricky. You didn't so have the mirror on the shoe? No. Okay. So we had the girl in front of us, and uh, her name is uh, Laura McCarter, sweetheart. And we uh, she just held her test up for us, and then we all cheated all with her and passed. And Jimbo was right next to me. And he passed too. He passed too. Yeah. What, what's he doing now? Because he was the he was the head coach at my was it Miami? No, or? he's the head coach at Texas A and M. Okay. He's making like nine million a year. So he's doing good. He's doing quite well. I, the team's terrible, but he's making a lot of money. Do you ever call him up and say I'm the reason? No, I don't. No. <laughs> I saw him about ten years ago and just uh, he has no idea. You don't, he don't yeah. remember anything. Joe. Yeah, he doesn't remember at all. So it was uh, it was a good time down there. I mean, it's. Southside, Birmingham gets a bad rap. Ah, Birmingham. It was a fun city. But you know what? College is fun, as you well know. No matter where yeah. you go. Where so. you go, yeah. So it was fun down there. Um, you had a curfew to be back in at 11 o'clock at night. And you pull back in campus. So we got friends with the security guard and able to yeah. come back Pay in that way. Yeah. Yeah. And so coming back in. But it was just, you look back now, you're like, you're so stupid. All, all that wasted time. You're just like, you're like, so stupid for doing all that. Like Animal House. You can't go through life drunk, fat, and stupid. That's what it's that movie that's what, is. That's what they said. <laughs> yeah. So I did. It's funny. There's a, a, a Instagram page called uh, Old Vintage Frat, and they'll show vintage uh, fraternity pictures from the 80s. And one of my pictures made it on there a few weeks ago. I was in Daytona <laughs> Beach my uh, in college, and I never drank 151 Bacardi before. And then I did, and I got really drunk, really stupid. And there's a picture of me passed out on the beach, and like all my friends, I like their foot on my body, like we've conquered this, you know, the big Goliath. <laughs> this <poor> drunk, yeah, <laughs> it's terrible. And so it was a funny picture and seeing all that, and that's just good times. That's oh, why. my firstborn's going to college in about two weeks. <laughs> Which college? <laughs> UTC, oh, Chattanooga. It's a good college. Yeah. A lot of people are going there now. I know. It's, it's far enough away, yet close. Right. If trouble breaks out, you can get there real quick. Yeah. Or something happens. It's a gorgeous campus, They've cleaned too. up Chattanooga. I mean, it's gorgeous. nice down it there. I don't mean to say Chattanooga was bad before. Right. But uh, there was a fam famous Civil War battle there, the Battle of Ch Chickamauga, right? Was right. it? Yeah. Both of my... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm going away. Uh, Joe. Yeah, buddy. So what are you... Uh, Tell us about this. Tell us about your book. Is this yeah. your third book? Second. This is my first book okay. I brought for you guys tonight. Oh, yeah. It's done quite well. You're actually going to charge us for this? This <laughs> is the best part of doing a radio show. Yeah. You get all it's the, a quick read. the gifts. It actually, fun. you know, it hit number one for uh, different times, different categories on Amazon. It's really good. And then so uh, about two months ago, I saw that the sales spiked again. And I was like, what's going on? Because I really hadn't promoted it that much, and it took off again. And what happened was they had paired my book on Amazon. So if you searched Prince Harry's book, yeah, my book came up as equal. Like, if you're, if you're reading this book, you need to read this it book. It was suggested for you. How yes. did you do that? Was, that? was that the Holy Spirit, or how did you get that Holy Spirit's out? the greatest thing ever. I know, I'm it's, telling you. It's the greatest thing ever. Right. Um, Hold on, I'm going to try to find the picture and show yeah, it to you. Yeah, show it to us. And next thing you know, was that, you know, we get this thing. I was like, get this note the people are like oh i can't believe they paired your book with with prince harry's and it just took off and i was like and they've done it twice so it was up there for quite a while so there it is somehow oh. somehow you need to get in touch with prince harry <laughs> yeah isn't that crazy yeah. so that's what people were seeing send that to me that's that's awesome that's great dude. you're yeah. being compared to prince harry. yeah i was like what in the world's happening here so it took off and the book has done quite well and i've heard from a lot of people that i don't know that have bought the book, that have done that. So it's really They're cool. They're getting inspiration from right. it. Right. So what's this book about? So this book about chaos can be crazy, but if you control it somehow, I go back to working in TV. 
I couldn't get a job in TV, so I doubled down. I, you know, I started writing more. I started doing, you know, volunteering more, doing more. I created this chaos where he had to take notice of me, right? So I started throwing more stuff against the wall, volunteering and side hustles and different jobs and meeting people. And just, I'm creating this wonderful chaos where you had to recognize me and it, it worked. Oh, so if you get sure. stuck in a rut, you don't have to be stuck in a rut. You know, I mean, if you just... You, put the car in reverse and back up. It's okay to back up and then go forward or go around or go straight through it again. Just don't stop, right? So like one of my favorite Bible verses is Luke eleven nine. ask, seek, and knock, right? You know, right. just keep asking, keep seeking, keep knocking. And if you get told no, I get told no so many times. No, I could no, no, no. I could just quit and you know, said, well, I tried, you know, but the only person who's gonna tell me no was myself. I was the only gonna tell me no, that I can't do this until that day was never gonna happen. So I just kept pressing on, pressing on, pressing on, and good things happen. I get a little break, door opened for me a little bit, and I took advantage of it. There you go. So I tell people the story all the time. It's like, it's like this guy traveling across the desert. He's got his family with him, comes to a house. He sees a light on, keeps knocking on the door, knocking on the door. The homeowner comes down and says, look, the only reason I'm opening this door is because you won't stop knocking. I tell people, never stop knocking. Keep knocking on the door, mm -hmm. especially here at WGNS where somebody <laughs> locked you out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be our he, guest. Was, he was giving me the visual, <laughs> right. and so I'll never forget. That? Yeah. <laughs> yes, why, uh, Joe? And so you keep just you keep putting your foot to the gas and keep you know be a good person. And I tell people, and part of the book is, I you know you can't compete against me because I want you to win, right? I want I, in order for me to be successful, I need you to be successful. Right. We all lift each other up. So it's not a matter of like, well, look at me. I'm, I'm better look than you. Me. None of that. You know, if I can't help you along this road, then it's not worth the time or effort. Right on. Yeah. I, I love you. I just love you, man. You're, you've got that positive. Got it. That, you got it. Right. You got it. Yeah. Hey, we're going to take a break. Oh, okay. And we're going to come back with Lady K. Oh, I like that music. And Big, Big Joe on the go. Old Stone Fort Golf Course is the place for you to get away for the day to play golf. Located right next to the beautiful Duck River and only five minutes from I-24. Whether you're a beginner or avid golfer, Old Stone Fort Golf Course is ideal for you. Golf carts are available and there is a golf shop. You can play nine holes for $9 and kids 12 and under play for free. They are located at 1017 Country Club Lane in Manchester, Tennessee. You can call for a tee time at 931-954-0366. You can also follow Old Stone Fort Golf Course on Facebook. Hey, it's Bill. Did you know I also sell for Parks Real Estate? Meredith Thomas and I make up the Thomas Wilson team. We have over 25 years of real estate experience and have helped nearly 1,000 families buy and sell real estate here in Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, and Middle Tennessee. Why not choose us to help you and your family with all your real estate needs? Give us a call at 615-406-5872 or 615-896-4040. You can follow me at Mr. Murfreesboro on Facebook or Instagram. At Lawyers Land and Title, we are a full-service title company committed to making real estate transactions go smoothly. We provide residential and commercial real estate services and have a team of on-site lawyers available to provide legal services. Let us help make your next real estate transaction stress-free. Visit us at lltitle.com or call us at 962-8971. Lawyers Land and Title, located at 5 North Walnut Street. 
curve them, crack them, or bend them, we can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street. For a free estimate, we also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Rhonda McQuarrie with Primus Mortgage has been in the mortgage business for over 30 years. A multi-year Ruthie award-winning mortgage loan officer and a proud member of the MTSU 1989 graduating class. Specializing in all kinds of mortgage products and taking pride in going the extra mile. Personally, taking great care with her customers. Call 615-419-9193. That's 615-419-9193 or check out her website, loansbyrhonda.com. Rhonda McQuarrie, Primus Mortgage, NMLS 628407. Welcome back. You've been listening to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show here on WGNS, 1450 AM and 101.9 FM Talk Radio. And Lady Kay and I have been joined in the studio with our friend Big Joe on the go, Dubin. What's up, Bill? <laughs> Lady Kay? Hey, what, 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 yeah, where do you get all your energy from, man? Uh, I, that's a good question. I don't know. Uh Manic, you're I sober. Guess. You're sober. I'm sober. Yeah. Okay. You're a runner too. Uh, yeah. Are you? <laughs> no, I would say that. I've done. Uh, I think I've done twenty-one half marathons. That's, Have you fun. really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Man. So it's not bad. It's a good time to do that and get you off the couch, get you going, and a uh, whole thing is like get off your tail. Just get up and do something. Volunteer. Walk. Do something, you know, just Move. don't sit around, you know. I, I look at Mick Jagger, right, who just turned 80. 80. There's that great video of him on YouTube where he's taking aerobic class. Have you seen this? It's like 46 minutes or something, and he's moving the entire time. It's done like four or five years ago. Wow. So you think about a 75-year-old man who's just back and forth and just exercising, going, going, going. So it's just it's eye-opening. Just get off the couch and, and move. Right on. Right on. Yeah, man. Um. <laughs> we do, we do that for each other, like yeah. you know, Bill getting a little bit of a rut, or I want to be like, get out there, yeah. All right. Let's get something moving. You're exactly right. Get around people and uh, have things going and be creative because the worst thing is just idle. It just it's really bad. And stay away from those energy vampires. Yeah, the negative people. And They're there and the fun suckers. Yes. They're out there. Fun out they, will, they will find you. <laughs> exactly. Open your door and you'll find them. See, I thrive better under chaos. It's yeah. when I don't have enough to do, I just get, eh. Right. But if I have way too much to do, I'm knocking it out. I mean, and, and adding more to the Under plate. pressure. little purpose for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the whole thing is the chaos. You create chaos and you can control the chaos. And it all started from a, a football game when uh, in college when I stood up and got blocked like 20 yards down the field. And the linebacker says, hey, we're missing a lineman on that play. We didn't have a lineman in. I said, yeah, we did. I just stood up looking for the football, and they drove me down the field. So my coach brings me to the side. I got double teamed, and he put me to the side and said, hey, next time, just fall on the ground and create this huge pile. Just create this chaos where they can't go around you. I was like, ah, brilliant. So a couple of days later, they double team me. I just fall down. Big pile. There's this chaos. Running back can't get around. Linebacker makes a tackle. It's a win-win for us. So... That's the thing in life. Just create this chaos that you can control, and the right sky's on. the limit for you. Hey, you, you had something big just happen to you. You're going to be the uh, play-by-play for the Color Blue commentator. 
color. I'm yeah. sorry, color commentator. Chip Walters is going to do the uh, Chippy. Yeah, he'll do the play-by-play. I love Chip. He's done a great job. Friend for many, many years. So I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Mr. Columbia. You know, what's funny is that uh, remember 20 years ago when Dennis Miller was doing Monday Night Football? Yes. People are like, oh, that's terrible. And it's not. Blah, blah, blah. But it's funny how it slowly evolved because you want to be entertained. Right, the play-by-play guy can can paint the picture for you, but bring me some insight and some wisdom, some fun. Don't get just all bogged down in X's and O's. Nobody likes that or enjoys that. So right. I'm looking forward to it. Right. So what is that title again? The color commentator. So Chip will do the play-by-play like it's third and five in the pass, five yard first down. We have fish a streaker. Yeah. Yeah. there's and a streaker I'll, coming down. Right. <laughs> I'm like, hey, on that play, the linebacker dropped back, saw the tight end, got a first down, great play. That's kind of double describe what just happened right there. In my now, own words. And it's going to be on TV. It's going to be. Radio. T- radio. Yeah. But you, right okay. here, right? WGS. Right here. Yeah. 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 And on the Blue Raider Network around. <laughs> the Blue Raider Network. <laughs> wow. It's wild how MTSU's grown. When I started there in 84, there was like nine or 10,000 students. It's huge now. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, by last um, week on campus, it's massive. It's, it's, it's unreal. Did you go to Mm-hmm. Yep. I was there when they got the mascot. We got to vote on it, what we wanted it to be. So you're welcome. So, it, <laughs> lightning? No. Is lightning. it? Is it the blue lightning? Yeah. Yeah. It's a horse. It's a Pegasus horse. Is it? It's a Pegasus. I think so. and it has wings. Yes. We should know. I was there for eight years. I should know this. Yeah. yeah. What'd you major in? Uh, political science and a minor in history and a minor in physical education. You've, you've lived a lot of history <laughs> through the through those eighty-seven years you were there. What'd you major in? <laughs> wow. Uh, mass communications, marketing, PR, and philosophy. Oh, that's a waste of time. Oh, philosophy. Oh, uh, what does that chair have for? If you took one of the, uh, <laughs> if you took that stool and took this off, would it still stand? That's what we had philosophy, and that was. Our I, I dropped it in the middle. I had philosophy. I was like, I'm gonna be trying to cool and take it, and after the first day, and they're talking about the Stoics and all that, I was like, I'm out. I, I ended up minoring in that with no intention of it, only because the first day of college for me, I go in and I, I meet the philosophy professor, and he says, okay. I'm looking around and goes, if any of you are here, just sit in your little seat and get your little A on your paper and go out and join the rat race and make your six figures. He was like, get the bleep out. And I was like, I started gathering up my books. I was like, oh, nobody's leaving. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Okay. And I sat there and I was like, whoa, oh gosh. And he said, you've got, um, y- your grading system is not traditional. So he was like, if you can write your paper, complete your assignment, turn it in uh, on time, and I like it or whatever, you know, it's all good, check out, you get a C. And he was like, if I actually enjoy reading your essays and your thoughts, you get a B. Okay. To get an A, you've got to teach me something or open my mind to something I haven't thought about before. And I was hooked. I was like, challenge accepted. Nice. You know? so I was like she at that point. D. They, no. <laughs> I found it. They asked me to leave. No, uh, no, I made, I made always and bees always. So. Good for you. Yeah. That's awesome. But it was just a same. different kind of challenge, you know. It was kind of cool to not have. Well, to. that says a lot about you're smart. I couldn't. Uh, I, when I was at Sanford, I had a statistics class, and I thought statistics would be you go in and like, hey, last night Dill Murphy went three for four and drove in two runs. What's he batting? I'm like, oh, it's seven fifty, <laughs> and all, and it was all these different. And I actually went to the teacher. I said, look. I said, these aren't stats in the paper. And he's like, no, these are. And he started talking mathematics. I was like, I'm out. I walked out of the <laughs> class and dropped it. I'm like, I'm not doing this. I made a D minus in, in finite math at MTSU. And I was like, thank you, Jesus. Thank <laughs> you. Passed. I you passed. Know, when I was at Sanford playing football, you only, now it's all these great, wonderful academic 
standards you've got to abide to. When I was there, you only had to pass 24 hours in a year. So you could get all Ds. Mm-hmm. Didn't matter. As long as you passed your 24 hours, you could be on the team. Now it's really, you got to have a two point, whatever it is, pass X amount of hours, a 10 class. I mean, there's, it's really stringent, which is good. And MTSU's got one of the highest rates of that in the country, right. football players. So it's really good. Coach Stockstill's done a great job of that, of keeping that level up there. Uh, and graduating players, but I just I can't do math. I just I can't. can't. Do math. It's it's amazing the new standards at even the state schools and things like UT Knoxville. I mean, what's the ACT now? You have to be what, a, like a twenty something. Oh I'm yeah, out. it's like a twenty. It might be a twenty four or twenty five. Thank God we didn't have when I was a freshman. It was my sophomore year. It's when they started freshman. I didn't really. Yeah. Oh man, you, you needed to take. I think I made a ten or something. You know, I'm like. <laughs> They, wow. want to, they want to put me in some special class. Uh, Good I'm sorry. Lord. But <laughs> let me ask you. We open up with Alabama. What I'm, seeing their, I'm seeing the picture on the screen there. Look at this. Earthquake. Yeah, what's happening here? <laughs> uh, Alabama? Yeah, down in Alabama. So That's going to be second. awesome. I think we could be an upset. I hope so. It would be great to call think that about game. It. The li- little middle. Some of, some of the things I've been a part of... Uh, MTSU's history. I was there when they beat Little Middle beat Kentucky 1982 at Vanderbilt. Yep. Were you there? No, but I remember that. Yeah. They'd already printed T-shirts of Louisville versus Kentucky. That's that right. was the next round. They hadn't played in years. But they didn't know about Little Middle. That's right. And then Middle beats Michigan 50 State. 50 to 44, and that was probably maybe that was big. And then Michigan State was. Yep. So I was down in the Orange Bowl last year when Middle beat Miami. Put a weapon on them. Yeah. It was <laughs> great. Pouring down rain. Saw Miami fans fight each other in the stands. Because they got so mad at each other. They, they can't be mad at the football team. So they got mad at each other. That was great. Uh, there's not been big wins. Last time, you know, middle second game this year was against Missouri. Last time with Missouri, middle beat Missouri. That's right. They beat Syracuse. They beat Georgia Tech. I mean, they beat Maryland. I mean, there's a lot of big wins to that program. I think we got Missouri this year, I think. Second game. Second game. Yep. And then Miami paid us like a million dollars to come down. Or a million and a half. To come down there and beat them. Yep. That's, what, that's oh. what was so funny. Oh. It's a good time. Pouring rain. All right. So what... What about you personally? What everybody knows who you are and sees you, and we're going to be listening to you all the time. Yeah. So what's what's cool about Joe? Uh, let's see, Joe. Uh, let's see, what is cool about there? He's got he's got kids. I'm not going to answer. Two books. I've written yeah. two books. Won three Emmy awards. That's right. I don't. I talk about that all the time. But I think the greatest thing is I've been nominated 20 times. So I lost the first 12. So it became a running joke. I was like, okay, how many more are we going to lose here? Because you get nominated once or twice, it's really an honor. Four or five, okay, it's an honor. Then you hit ten, you're, and you haven't won. You're like, all right, what's? Let's just get about <laughs> forty nominations. So and what not number win. was it that you finally won? On oh, my thirteenth one, lucky thirteen. So yeah, yeah. so I lost the first twelve, and then it's funny I could not go the night that I won because my son was at the ER, he had like a hundred and four temperature that mm-hmm. night. So I did not need to be at the Emmy where I needed to be with my boy who was sick, and that was never regretted a second of that. Right, right. Know, until now. But it was a uh, <laughs> <laughs> then you start winning. But you know, it's like you know, it, it's a and it's accomplishment. It's it felt good. I mean, they're sitting at home on my desk, the three of them, and it's you earned them, and it's a pride thing. You know, you never sure. thought it's not like you walk into anybody's room and say, "Oh, there's Amy." You know, and so you got th- so it's I felt you know it's a pride thing. You know, right? I don't flash them, show them off to people. It's just kind of like, hey, I earned that, and it's kind of neat. That's uh, awesome. Isn't that they're under the desk here? No, they are they're right here. Well, I wear one as a necklace around. I the only that. thing I ever won, I try to compare myself to you, yeah. is a, uh, I was a 12-year-old punt, pass, and kick. Okay. 
Second place, I have the silver. I was gonna make a hood ornament out of it. I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I silver, a silver one. I lived in Hawaii for a <laughs> growing up, and I was the Hawaii state champion pitch hit and run, 1980. You 11, grew up in Hawaii? A little bit, yeah. So oh, I was a pitch hit and run champion. So when I'd go interview wow. Marcus Mariota when he was here, I'd be like, "Hey, I'm the. You might be the <laughs> best athlete from Hawaii, but I'm number two. And I found the newspaper article and I showed him one time. He's like, "Oh, you weren't lying." I'm like, "If I'm going to lie, man, it's not about pitch hit and run championships. It's about something else." So, <laughs> so we did that, and and so it won. And then uh, I think Burger King sponsored the time, and they were too cheap to fly me from Hawaii to San Diego they, for they the said, uh, uh, take a cruise for the a, western part of that they're like hey you're good you do General take, Jackson. The, take the Hawaii championship I was like okay here's a whopper yeah <laughs> speaking of Marcus Mario we were just talking yeah. in the Mario not Mary I mean Mario we were speaking in the green room yeah uh, how right before the orders yeah in. he was playing yada and then you were doing turkey or something. so tell us the story because right. you got a bad rap on that it, no, it's actually pretty <laughs> it was, funny it so we were frying turkeys i was on channel four we were deep frying turkeys and so we deep fried one that really was done like well done crispy done <laughs> and so we pulled it out of the fryer and the anchor at channel four my ear says hey we need a name for that turkey and i said and and marcus had just been benched two weeks pri- previous he had won the worst games ever he was not a good nice guy terrible quarterback and then a terrible quarterback and the turkey was done. And I said, we're going to call this turkey Marcus Mariota because it's done. Oh. <laughs> and then they and, Twitter and loaded on it. Oh, it was 50-50, man. It was like, oh, that's great. And then soon, sooner he was let go or were you let go at Channel 4? <laughs> no, Marcus signed someplace else. And it was just a simple. And it's funny because there was about six or seven who really went at me on Facebook. Oregon. Oh, fan. he's great terrible. in the community. I said, I didn't see him. He's great. I say he's not a good quarterback. And they just went off on me. And some national people bashed me too. And oh, yeah. One guy misspelled my name. He's a national guy. And I said, hey, do you mind? It's Dubin. D-U-B-I-N. Not D-U-B-L-I-N. <laughs> just make sure you spell Dublin, my name correctly. You're from Ireland. <laughs> just spell my name correctly if you don't mind. It Please. Was, it was pretty, uh, it was eye-opening you know? it was nasty. just a joke yeah you know? it was a joke yeah. david david spade tells that joke everybody's ah i tell it and you know 50 percent of the people wanted to riot speaking of comedy you did you did some zanies yeah we, we had a, a guest up here xavier phillips who's from murfreesboro okay were you he here to blackman young yes, guy mm-hmm. and he's living in la when do you know him no but you, you need, told me about him yeah yeah you need to talk y'all need to uh, exchange numbers but he Went to the University of Chicago, did some stuff where Farley did up in yeah. Chicago. Moved to L.A., did something for Netflix. And, uh, it's a cutthroat business. And Zanies. Marathon went. Y'all were going to go, but we mm-hmm. went and listened to uh, Xavier. There was about five or six other ones there. At the end, here comes Will Compton and um, Taylor. Taylor hammered. Yeah. Gets up on the stage, and <laughs> they start doing their act, and... With him? Did he know no, this happening? No, no, this was after the show. Oh, and Will okay. was up there, you know, bussing with the boys. What, yeah. What do you think about that? That's, I don't watch it. You don't watch I, it? I, no, it's, it's, it's kind really, of a disgrace, isn't it? Well, it's just too, uh, you know, every now and then you drop a cuss word, but it's just littered with cuss it words. It is. It is. And I get it. And there's people like that enjoy it. It's just not my cup of tea. Right. Yeah, maybe 25 years ago it was, but well, it's I'm not. Sorry for my, I'm sorry for my Red Fox. Yeah, yeah, Red Fox was. <laughs> but back in the day, it wasn't for shock value. It was just, but now I think it's all, that's for shock value. Right. To get, who you know, can we go viral? Can we get people to see us? Red Fox back in the day, that's just the way he was. He didn't care if you liked him or not. Right. These guys really have that cigarette. care if you like him or not. So 
good for them. Hope they all wish all the success in the world. Just I'm just not. I don't listen. Are you doing some more zany stuff? Hope to coming down the pike a little bit. That was fun. Had five minutes. Told a few jokes up there. That was good. I saw it part of you did good because uh, I get the, the joke was I get recognized as that senator from Pennsylvania all the time. Mitch McConnell, no, no. <laughs> uh, Fetterman, the guy with the sweatshirt and the yes, bald head and the goatee. Yeah, so people think that's I was on a flight. Are you playing with it? Are you so saying? yeah? So when I went to see MTSU play in the Orange Bowl, that lady on the flight was just chastising me. She thought I was a senator from Pennsylvania. I'm like, what are you talking? I had no idea who he was. <laughs> I look it up and I was like, oh my Lord. I look just like this guy. <laughs> you look just like Brutal. Him. Just brutal. And so I just I use that. That's funny because people kind of relate to that and see that. I'm like, I'm not the senator from Pennsylvania. That's no funny. matter what you're going to say. But it's tough. I mean, Zany's was tough. I mean, it was... But you did good. You got six you minutes up there to get those jokes and make people laugh. And the big thing now is what they call crowd work. So they'll go in the audience, like, where are you from? You know, I'm Tullahoma. Oh, and they'll try to make funny. Like that. I just like good. I, I don't like that, which is fine. People like doing that. Just go up there. If I'm a comedian, like Bargatze does a great job. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Weber. These are all Nashville guys. They do a great job of just telling jokes and stories. Telling the stories. That's what it's about. And that's, you know, it's fun. It's, you know, I have to think hard. And you're in and out the door in an hour and you're laughing. You feel good about yourself. That's, that's part of it. So you said something about acting. Where do you? Um, I'm not acting. We need to get that. Bill's acting. I'm, That's I'm what he just dropped. Acting. He I'm just dropped that to. Well, I'm yeah. doing some. Is Are act, you? Yeah, I'm actually. We need acting. to get. Y'all need to get into it too, because it's. Uh, what acting are you doing? Uh, there's a movie coming out called Trap City. Ricky Bruchel's the producer and Kendall Gray. Actually, AM. You need to Google this. AM radio was made right where we're sitting. Uh, it's on Amazon. Cuba Gooding Jr.'s brother Omar was up here he was in that movie um but ricky's local local talent and they're making movies man that's his dream is to be a big Good. steven spielberg so what geez. was that thursday night i did it thursday and friday night. oh yeah so thursday after i'm working late and just hanging around and i get this text from Billy. he's like hey you want to go be in a movie with me tonight i'm like this is the text that i get <laughs> yeah, right? like what i'm like <laughs> what the heck what in, what in the world? He's like, we got to be cops. Can you be a cop? And we had, I got, went to Franklin, was in a, uh, in a warehouse, drove up. They said, be there at nine. I, I pull up and they give me a police thing. Right. Kevlar or whatever. And they, uh, you know, I, I had a fake gun. And I've had my holster. Now, were you here for this? <laughs> okay. No, she was. I, I bailed. Invited, I invited you, Mayor. You, you, didn't answer, she you didn't answer your text, smart girl. I bailed. And Mayor, was, she was not going to do it. She laughed at me. But anyway, there were six of us, and we had to take down Ricky. He's a big dude. So I had to go up and handcuff him. I'm 6'4". Just another Tuesday night for Bill. Yeah. So I go up to him, and, I, and I'm having problems with the handcuff. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, we only did about eight takes, but, man, I was sweating. I'm 57. Is the one you sweating sent profusely. me the, the final cut? Uh, no. Oh, thank God. I did eight takes, and then we did some other takes, but I'm thinking I'm going to go up there and be there for two or three hours. I was done in 30 minutes. Did you get paid? I didn't get paid, but only with laughter. and Sure. I mean, I'm not wanting to be. Right. Know, when I was a kid, I wanted to be. A, I wanted to be in the acting. I, I was in the uh, movie Sweet Dreams with uh, Jessica Lange. It was Reese. Weatherspoon. No, it was about the life of Patsy Cline. 1984. It's a friend of mine at McGavick. His mom was a casting director. Said I need a bunch of extras to go to the Ryman and stand there. So if you watch the movie, I'm the second on the stage when she comes out. And we were there all day long. Ed Harris was in the movie. Yeah. And uh, we hung out. We got to go backstage. So we hung out that day with this. 
big burly actor who I had just seen in a movie called Revenge of the Nerds. And uh, we were laughing, and that guy ended up being John Goodman. So this, oh. is, this was 1984. So it's before Roseanne, before everything else exploded. Right. Uh, he and he, I didn't meet Ed Harris. He was there. I didn't meet him. But great actor. But Goodman was great, and it was a fun day. You know, that was at the Rhyme. The Rhyme was no air conditioning back in 1984, and hot. They're going to tear it down. They were. It was being mm-hmm. close to being torn yep. down. Yep. And then so that was uh, fun. See the process of Patsy Cline walking out like. 87 times wow different takes yeah it, i was it was so hot um so do you live in nashville donaldson that's what we call it god's country out by the airport mm-hmm. and you're used to the airplanes except when the british airways plane comes in it sounds like armageddon that thing is just loud <laughs> and every time i look i look at i'm amazed i'm i'm pretty simple i'm like forrest gump jr I'm pretty amazed at simple things like how planes fly. Yeah, it just gets me. I just I watch it amazement. Like how was that flying? Right. How was that in the air like that? And so I'll sit there and watch that plane come in and thinking, God, it just took off from London about eight hours ago, and now it's flying over my house. Too bad it's not a Concorde. Concorde. Yeah. Two and a half hours. You remember the Concorde? Yeah. Had the nose that did that. Crashed. Yeah. Bad crash. Bad bad crash. Uh, who are some celebrities? Who's your favorite celebrities that you've worked with or, or met? Uh, give gosh. us give us a few. I, a fun story I always tell in, is a uh, years ago, we, a friend of mine worked in a radio station and got all this meet and greets for us, right? So we were doing a meet and greet with uh, Ringo Starr at the Wild Horse years ago. Cool. And you're thinking, all right, Ringo Starr, meet and greet. He's going to come down and talk to you. Ringo comes down. He's like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I mean, he was going down the line. You had no chance to talk to him. Well, my friend was like, this is unacceptable. I'm like, well, what are you going to do? He's like, I'm going to grab him. And we were at the very <laughs> – so he, Ringo had to go down like a lap, and we were at the very end. He thought he was getting a costume. So I'm like, no, you're not. He's like, this is ridiculous. I'm going to talk to him. So I gra- I'm, I'm grabbing him by the arm, trying to hold him back. Security. And my friend was kind of drunk. He's like, I'm going to grab him. We're going to talk. This is unacceptable. I'm like, you're not going to do this. So he comes down the line <laughs> and I'm like, oh, and so I've got him in a kind of a bear hug. And then Ringo's coming down and Ringo's like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And then he sees us. He's like, whoa. And he stops. He looks at us and he says, peace and love. And he goes. And I'm holding my friend back and I'm thinking, what's going through Ringo Starr's <laughs> mind? Because my friend's bigger than I am. And he's thinking, Big dude. he's like, I'm seeing these two gigantic dudes fighting, you know, what's happening there. So I, that, to me, that always stands out for something like that was a celebrity moment. I forget. Another one was uh, when Duran Duran came to town years ago. Simon Le Bon. I was a big fan of the power stations. The power station had two members of Duran Duran in it, Andy Taylor and I think John Taylor. And we're backstage. And so I, it, it, John, it was John Taylor. No, Andy Taylor comes by and I'm like, hey, man, love you. And the power station. And he stops and he said, we were the first people that he was meeting and greeting. And he says, you know what? That should be called the dead station because they're all dead. And he goes the other way and doesn't meet anybody and walks off. And I was like, what just happened here? <laughs> what, what's this? What is going on in this world? And he was just, he wouldn't have any of it. Do you, I guess still Robert Palmer was dead and then the drummer, the, the band mm, was had passed away. Well, you it's think, weird. We need to have another Starwood, don't we? You know, they're going to build an amphitheater here. Yeah. It's tough to recapture the magic of Starwood. Starwood was mm-hmm. the place. I know you, you, you went to Starwood. Yeah. God, I saw some great... The loudest concert I ever went to was Kiss. Pretty loud. Loud. Mm-hmm. Loud, yeah. loud. I wrote the top five... I'll post it again this week. The top five Starwood moments for me was... My number two moment was I had second row tickets to Motley Crue. 
wow. in 2005. It was so loud. True story. That I called in sick to work the next three days. I couldn't hear. Oh. Wow. I mean, it's like I just couldn't hear. Yeah. Uh, when Vince Neil rides it on the motorcycle and revs it up, it was so loud. I was like, this is not good. And it was bad. But what about the, the venue where you just gave me the ticket to? What's it called? It's, it. it's in a- Franklin. A- it's a rock court. First Bank? Yes, First Bank. Who'd you go see? I was about to see Amsal. Y'all saw it was a... Uh, uh, Tears uh, for Fears. Oh, Shout. yes. Shout. Yeah. On a Tuesday night. It was really fun. That's good. I saw them at Hall of Notes about six years ago. They were fantastic. But that venue is fantastic. I mean... It's neat. It's gorgeous. The acoustics is supposed to be really good. It's just neat. A neat vibe. It is. Do you have a, is another break coming up or anything? <laughs> <laughs> I think we got... We, we could take another break. Do you, do you no, I just, I'm usually radios have breaks. And I haven't seen a break in a while. Jackson, are you there? Jackson's out. Jackson's out there. Uh, there he is. I mean, you know, neither one of us know. No, I'd like to see Bill over there. We're going to take a break. Because Joe said we're taking a break. I don't know. I'm just curious. Let's take a break. All right, man. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> Hey, it's Bill. Did you know I also sell for Parks Real Estate? Meredith Thomas and I make up the Thomas Wilson team. We have over 25 years of real estate experience and have helped nearly 1,000 families buy and sell real estate here in Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, and Middle Tennessee. Why not choose us to help you and your family with all your real estate needs? Give us a call at 615-406-5872 or 615-896-4040. You can follow me at Mr. Murfreesboro on Facebook or Instagram. Curb them, crack them, or bend them. We can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street. For a free estimate, we also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Rhonda McQuarrie with Primus Mortgage has been in the mortgage business for over 30 years. A multi-year Ruthie award-winning mortgage loan officer and a proud member of the MTSU 1989 graduating class. Specializing in all kinds of mortgage products and taking pride in going the extra mile. Personally, taking great care with her customers. Call 615-419-9193. That's 615-419-9193 or check out her website, loansbyronda.com. Rhonda McQuarrie, Primus Mortgage, NMLS 628407. At Lawyers Land and Title, we are a full-service title company committed to making real estate transactions go smoothly. We provide residential and commercial real estate services and have a team of on-site lawyers available to provide legal services. Let us help make your next real estate transaction stress-free. Visit us at lltitle.com or call us at 962-8971. Lawyers Land and Title, located at 5 North Walnut Street. Old Stone Fort Golf Course is the place for you to get away for the day to play golf. Located right next to the beautiful Duck River and only five minutes from I-24. Whether you're a beginner or avid golfer, Old Stone Fort Golf Course is ideal for you. Golf carts are available and there is a golf shop. You can play nine holes for $9 and kids 12 and under play for free. They are located at 1017 Country Club Lane in Manchester, Tennessee. You can call for a tee time at 931-954-0366. You can also follow Old Stone Fort Golf Course on Facebook. 
Rhonda McQuarrie with Primus Mortgage has been in the mortgage business for over 30 years. A multi-year Ruthie award-winning mortgage loan officer and a proud member of the MTSU 1989 graduating class. Specializing in all kinds of mortgage products and taking pride in going the extra mile. Personally, taking great care with her customers. Call 615-419-9193. That's 615-419-9193 or check out her website, loansbyronda.com. Rhonda McQuarrie, Primus Mortgage, NMLS 628407. Welcome back to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show with Lady K. Joe said we could come back on. He, he's got his break in, so here we are. <laughs> this is how that worked there. That's good, though. Any oh, shout-outs, Bill, to anybody uh, in businesses? Um, Cheddars. Cheddars? What do you think? Are you a big, let me ask you this, are you a big uh, Whataburger fan? Uh, it's okay. There's, I won't turn it down. What's your, fa- what's your favorite food? Uh, I like chicken and rice. Like teriyaki chicken and rice is good. Sushi's not bad. Sushi, I like. I like, can knock out a good Chinese buffet. You like what? What's your favorite Chinese buffet? Any of them. <laughs> <laughs> what about the pizza place? That I to- Calabria. It's fantastic. And is it in Donaldson? It's in uh, Goodlettsville, Mount Juliet. It's simply fantastic. They it's got the just, little pizza oven. They Calabria. The, it's Calabria. brick oven. It's like three days. The dough is all fermented. You know, you know, pizza. You usually get. I used to get like bloated, like oh, I'm full. No, nothing. I mean, I've lost 65 pounds in a year. A man, yeah. A man knows what's talking about. Mm. You've eaten there. Good. So it's good stuff. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I've lost 65 pounds in a year, and I That's eat pizza awesome, all the dude. time. Ate that pizza all the time. It might. It doesn't have any yeast in it. Probably not. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I know that. So what it was is a year ago, I you know I loved to help out shelters. I was at Cheatham County Animal Shelter, and I stepped on the scale accidentally. And I'm like, I don't see what I weigh. And I stepped on there and I weighed 331. And I'm like, all right, this is, I can't, I can't, I can't go through life like this, all right? I just can't do this. And then so I wrote a story for Main Street Media, and it says, if you want to lose weight, you write down everything you've eaten or drinking in a week, right? So I'm going to do it for two weeks. And I had, for the two-week time, I had 70 Diet Cokes. Oh. 70. In That's two five weeks? five a day. Wow. If you break it down that way, it's like, ah, it's only five a day. Well, you know. I'm like, I got to stop. It'll clean rust off of... I got to stop. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. stopped and for... It took about two months for it to just get out of my body completely. Then the weight started coming off. So no more sugar, no more just nonsense food, drink a lot of water, exercise, and it's out. So I've lost 65 pounds. And there's... I have three suits that I was going to give away because I couldn't fit in. The really high dollar suits I bought from when I was working in TV. I gotten too big for. Now they're too big for me. Wow. That's awesome, man. So, it's an example. If you want to, if you, it's like anything else in life, if you want to do it, you can do it. If you really want to do it, you can do it. No matter what it is, right you on. can do it. And small changes can make a big difference. I bet that's Chip calling in. It is. No, I'm talking, <laughs> I'm talking about her. She's talking about small. Yeah, you're right. It's just a small little lifestyle changes and things are better and different. And that's what happens. So, you can do whatever you want. So, I feel much better. My A1C has gone down dramatically, which is good because I was on the borderline of type 2 diabetes. Mm. Would you say that what C? What was it? A1C. A1C, which is a determining factor of your diabetes. Yeah. 
Wow. So it got almost dropped by like a third, which is great. So um, thank the Lord above. Um, things are good. That's great, man. So what are your other favorite restaurants around town, Nashville? Oh, gosh. Uh, I like Kitchen Notes and Omni Hotel is really good. You feel like you're important there, even though I'm not. You feel like you're like somebody when you're there. So that's, that's really good. Is that good. the one they just redid not too long ago? I think Completely so. Completely yes. renovated it. Inside the hotel, yeah. Really. So really good. And they have a, a speakeasy too there. I think there's one coming to Murfreesboro. Bill, it's called Speak Easy. Oh, I'm sorry, Speak Easy. Yeah. You don't talk about it like right. on the radio. Okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. There's a uh, Borough Brews and Bourbons coming too, to right behind Whiskey Dicks. Mm-hmm. Rhonda and Ashley McCray are part of the owners of that. But there is a Speak Easy coming to downtown Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro's great, man. It's either five or ten thousand to join, and I think. It's going to be a lot of your attorneys and judges. It's going to be kind of geared towards them, a place for them to go and kind of hang out. Yeah. If you convicted somebody, you don't want them coming in. You know what I mean? It's kind of out of the That's way. That's the whole of the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't want to talk about it. I don't know why I'm saying that. But someone someone told me that. Someone told me that. But uh, <laughs> I'm losing it. Right. I'm having a break. How long have you been doing this show now? I guess we've been doing it for, well, I've been doing it. Well, You've been doing it for a year. I know. I've been doing it for at least two or three years. I'm doing radio for at least uh, six or seven years, I guess. Okay. Every Sunday night? Who'd Every you have su- last week? Who did we have last week? We had a... Uh, um, he keeps stumping me. He's like aggressive. Who did we, we have last week? We, we it was a replay, week? wasn't it? You could tell me anybody, I'd believe it. Oh, no. Dang you it. know who it was. <laughs> I got like oh my gosh you know who it was you know who it was it was, um, it was about uh human trafficking yeah that's why we can't remember it was oh, such a it was somber, about human trafficking. serious yes candy came on yes and the movie sound of freedom had right. just come out yeah so it's kind of ironic that i guess she was supposed to be on the radio and that's what the you know the movie the big thing you don't understand that human trafficking is going on all around this sure which I'm so glad we did the show. I mean, you got to get the awareness out there. But Bill and I were struggling because yeah. we're used to cracking jokes. Yeah, and, you it was, know, that's and a serious, just, very serious. Yep. It's like every time you, if you go to Target or Walmart and you see an old Winnebago, it makes you want to. Right. Something's so, going on here. What's the guess where you couldn't? Uh, any conflict with guests? Where they came at you like, don't ask me that or. Oh, I had, well, I had the Murfreesboro <laughs> police chief, who's an old friend of mine. We went to school together. And it was right after the uh, George Floyd thing uh-huh. happened. And I had him and I had Kurt Wade, a city councilman. And uh, I, I asked Chief, uh, Chief Bowen, I was like, is Murfreesboro, are our police officers trained enough, well-trained, that we don't have a George Floyd here in Murfreesboro? He got mad? No, he didn't get mad. It was just kind of odd. I mean, after... Good question. It was a good question, but I have interviewed people where I had uh, Philip Robinson, who's one of my spiritual advisors at New Vision. His father was murdered 35 years ago. And I had Philip on. He was here. And the guy that murdered his father was where Kelsey's at right here. And they wrote a book together called forgiveness in the first degree and phil wouldn't mind me saying this but he his father had uh frank's iga over behind where reeve sane is and he was going out to make a bank when he was the manager 
well, this guy named Ron Hammer, who's uh, he's a friend of mine, Philip's a friend, but he was a businessman who got strung out on meth. And he, he knew where uh, uh, somebody knew where there was going to be a, a bank drop to where he could get the money mm-hmm. and then go buy this, these drugs. Right. And um, long story short, Ron killed Philip's father. Wow. He goes to prison. 30 years later, the Holy Spirit comes over him. He was like, Ron, you need to ask for forgiveness. So he starts writing letters to Philip and Philip's mom, the widow of Wayne Robinson. And they were touched. They got touched too. So they flew to the prison, forgave him, and then helped get him parole. Wow. And then they... He gets out and they write a book together called Forgiveness in the First Degree. And you need to, everybody needs to read that book because it's everything's in there. You'll see stuff about Buster. You'll see Murfreesboro in there. Okay. And how uh, long ago was this book out? The book came out about five or six years ago. They're supposedly going to be making a movie about it. I told Philip I wanted to play a young Philip. Right. <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> but now, now, about making controversy, though, we have had. Uh, Mike Clausen on from oh, the Republic yes. Landfill. Yes, and they're in a yes, lawsuit with the city yes, and yes. Uh, Mayor McFarland. Well, 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 I'm just going to say that we weren't intentionally trying to stir anything up. I don't no. think you ever try to stir anything up. It's no. just you're just being your. I mean, I'm just, we're just being ourselves. But the fact is, you know, if you're speaking truth, then what's wrong? Yeah, you're right. What's wrong if you're speaking truth? But yeah, we had Mike Clausen on from. Um, from the landfill and that's been a big controversy about the air the water i mean if you live within a, so many miles of the landfill you're going to smell it yeah and they were nice enough to invite kelsey and i out there and we took a tour of the landfill saw how, how all that operated you know we're kind of like the british now <laughs> the <laughs> british are coming the <laughs> british are coming. but i don't know let it's me ask you this. You're from here, right? Who yeah. was the football player that drowned saving the two kids at Walter Hill? You remember that? I do not, but I, sh- I sh- Chip, Chip would not. Played, I think he went to Oak- University of Oklahoma, and he was from Oh, here. Jerry Anderson. Is that who it was? He played at Central High School on the 1970 championship team. It was probably the best high school team, one of the best in, in the state ever. They had... They had eight guys went on to play SEC. One of them went to pros. Jerry Anderson played okay. for the Cincinnati Bengals. Did he go to Oklahoma? He went to Oklahoma and won two national championships okay. with Barry Switzer, 75 and 76, okay. with Leo Martin. And what's ironic, he didn't know how to swim. He, he dove in right in front of Riverdale High School where the dam is. It had been raining. The boys got out, but he didn't get out. But what's even wilder is a year before that, the same thing had happened in Texas, but he survived. He, he saved some other kids. Wow. And he passed away here? He passed away here in his hometown. Of, I knew him because he played baseball with my older brother. And the way I remember Jerry is the fact when I was five or six years old, I would travel with my brother and my dad, who was like the commissioner of baseball here in Murfreesboro. And there was a tournament over in Milan, Tennessee. And we were up in the hotel room and somehow my pinky got slammed jerry slammed my finger and i just remember him consoling me like i'm sorry i'm sorry and uh but he was a hero of mine i mean i used to watch wow. him when was Oklahoma. when did he pass away when was that man that was pro that's probably been 30 years ago at least okay 
So was it at Walter Hill? It was not Walter Hill. It was right across from Riverdale at the Hutchinson Farm. It was a Stones River. Okay. Um, where the dam I don't know is. why I remember that. Now just it hit me when talking to you. Yeah. Awful. Yeah, it was awful. But he, they, they've named some stuff after like roads and stuff. But he was really a, really a good guy. All right. So when is opening? When's the season opener? September second at Alabama. Alabama. Uh, so on, right here on WGNS, I think it's a six o'clock game on that Saturday night. So it'll be a lot of fun. And y'all, be are, great. y'all are going to the game. You're not going to watch it on ten. I'm just right, kidding. We're, <laughs> sitting, we're sitting chips den and watch it. Chip. <laughs> Get some Calabria pizza and garlic knots and watch the game. We go. I'm looking forward to it. That game and then Missouri the following week. Then back here Murray State, then Colorado State, and then a lot of midweek games that are happening at Western Kentucky. At Liberty, Jacksonville State's coming here, and then so it'd be another. Liberty's fun year. got a good team. I do, but yeah. it was. I tell you, it was eye-opening last year going to the Orange Bowl, watching Middle beat Miami. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. I mean, there's like a pocket of like 50 of us in the stands in the corner, and just going crazy and just watching just them the, be the top bomb 25 that team. He threw down, and he goes over the goal line like a track star. He <laughs> yes, <goes. laughs> it was great. The whole thing was fascinating watching. One that. question: Did yeah. Jordan Ferguson make it? Did, is he playing anywhere? Did he remember Jordan Ferguson? I, no. Okay. Yeah, mind. he signed with somebody. Who did he sign with? I forget. Seattle. Seattle. I think it was. Maybe or Philadelphia. Ah, one of those teams. Good guy. Yep. Thanks for coming up yeah. here. Good to meet you. Lady Maybe K. next week you'll let Lady K talk more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks. Don't like hold K. your breath. Yeah, break times here. Come on, we're gonna go on. Go out and do something nice Thanks for the somebody. Book. Create the chaos yeah, on Amazon. Chaos. Like-